what if email could have a personality? What if email could be brought to life? And so that was my initial catalyst for starting this discovery of email. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Technology is rapidly changing, and the key is no longer should you maintain the norm. You have to have the right solutions, the right technology to bring the most value to your clients while saving you time and money. But what is video email? And how can that personalized touch of embedding videos directly into the body of your email support your organization? We have joining us today on our Twins Talk Tech Leadership Program, our friend, Lisa Jones, the founder and chief email officer, as she is a catalyst for digital transformation, digital disruption, as she is a prolific innovator with multiple patent-pending technologies in the communication industry. We're going to find out more about her today and her exciting products. Now, iMail is a world-class marketing communication technology. It enables video up to 60 seconds to play automatically inside the email and inside your mobile app to increase customer engagement and conversion. Under her leadership, she directs and oversees this strategic global roadmap of the company's international initiative. IML has expanded their brand all over the world, including IML Canada, IML Pakistan, IML India, IML Africa, IML Philippines, and IML Sri Lanka. She is a trailblazer for women in technology and is considered an industry thought leader for digital innovation. Lisa, welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you so much for that kind introduction. It's a pleasure to be here. From time to time, as uh, my identical twin brother and I are talking and we're asking Lisa these questions to get her valuable insight, we'll let our audience know who's asking the questions, either David or myself. Now, Lisa, you've been the CEO and founder of IML for over 19 years, 19 years in a field dominated by men. Can you tell us a little bit about your company and what it was like to start your new tech company 19 years ago and what lessons have you learned along the way in this field? Yes. In starting my company, it was actually right in 2004 when I started. I was still in corporate America as an executive, and I was trying to figure out my way to navigate to become a full-time CEO. I was looking for a way to honor the memory of my mother, and I wanted to create this global brand uh, for something that could deliver value and to be inspiring. Um, so with that, I started thinking about communications and the impact of communications. And I said, how many ways do we communicate verbally, non-verbally and writing? What else do we do? We email people. And so who do we email? Internal, external, and one click is anywhere in the world with an email. So I signed up you all for 150 different brands, email marketing campaigns to see what they looked like. Because I said, okay, I need to understand this industry. And what I noticed is that, is that it was a similarity and that I was not engaged, I was not inspired to take a call to action. All of them were static or a hyperlink or a graphic. And I said, wow, 150 different brands and all of them are static. What if email could have a personality? What if email could be brought to life? 
And so that was my initial catalyst for starting this discovery of IMAIL while still in corporate America. And I had a background at NASA. That was the start of my career. So I was used to managing technical resources. So when I proposed the idea of IMAIL, you all, I was advised, Lisa, please do not leave your cushy executive job. Please do not do that. Or it's a really dumb idea. That who's going to want video and email experiences? So just stay in corporate America because it's not going to work. Plus, you're a Black female. Oh, you didn't. You just noticed that, right? Okay, you're from Alabama. So what? What are you saying that greatness cannot come from Alabama? <laughs> so all of these oppositions. And lastly, they said to me commonly was, "You do not have the network to make this happen, um, and you're not a coder or a developer, so it can't work." Now they're right that I am not a coder or a developer, but I'm a visionary, and so that was my initial beginning in 2004 was uh, taking the, the moment of boldness and courage to say, I'm gonna go on this adventure and I'm gonna make it happen and I'm gonna prove all those naysayers wrong and email is going to soar. Lisa, this is David and I can tell you this, in hearing your passion, hearing what you went after, your mother certainly is proud. Thank and, you so much. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate your drive to say, despite the lack of representation in this field. Right. As a woman, as a Black woman, I'm still going to go out there and make something happen. And I'm a personal speaking coach. I love helping to train organizations around finding their voice, leveraging their voice, increasing their confidence. Dan and I wrote a book about it. And here you are talking about email and having a personality infusing this art of what I call storytelling. Before we get into your organization, the services you provide, I want to go back to what you said about being a woman in this field, being an African-American woman. What have been some of the hurdles you face besides the external noise and you saying, I'm going to focus on my internal confidence, but what have been some of the hurdles you faced as a woman in this field? Absolutely. So some of the hurdles is interesting. It's like peaks and valleys and curves. You know, it's evolving at any moment in time. For me, initially, when I started iMail and needing to assemble a team, I initially started looking for resources here in the U.S. initially. Um, and I went through eight teams, eight teams to get to the ninth team. Some of the hurdles was when I met with these teams, right? I said, this is what I'm seeking to do. I had a requirements document. I, I was concise in what I was seeking to deliver for this email experience because everything in life is an experience. And so email should be an experience as well. The comments that I received from development companies was, well, Lisa, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. So they're looking for me, for them to validate my idea, but I'm gonna pay you money. <laughs> so that. So I had at least five teams that said, well, I'm not sure, you know, that you're in the right field or something to make it. So I knew that they were not the ones. So I kept going and going and I ended up going international. Um, and then by the ninth team, they said, Lisa, listen, you know, this is new. I mean, we're talking in 2004, 2005 timeframe. And so from that, they said, we're not sure we can do it, but we believe in your vision, you know? 
we all want someone to believe in us and our dream. And they said, let's work on it together and the technology. And so that was the start of iMail there. So that was one challenge was working, trying to find the right development team that believed in my vision. Another one was um, uh, access to funding as well. Once I had iMail going, I went and secured the patent pending. All of that was in place. I went to go talk to various sources um, and I kept receiving no's and rejection from that, you know, in different forms. It might've been subtle in some cases, some it may have been blatant, but in any case it was rejection. So I started saying to myself, you know what? I'm gonna stop going to these other sources of funding and I'm gonna fund iMail myself. I will get it done somehow, some way. That's where faith comes into play, right? You just have to keep going no matter what and be scrappy and use the resources that you have to keep going. So while I muted all those naysayers, I said, I'm gonna invest uh, my resources and that's what I did. And so I would say those are two of the challenges I would name just off the bat from uh, starting my venture. David again, Lisa, and I love it. Right there, that could be a seminar because <laughs> for so many people, and Dan and I are working on our second book that's coming out, it's really helping professionals to find their voice. And you know what the, the issue is for so many professionals, Lisa, is that that voice inside is what stops them from going forward more than the voice that's outside. And you said, hey, I'm going to push through the rejections. I'm going to self-fund this if I have to, because I believe in this vision. So I've got to ask you this question then, Lisa. Yes. What is your pitch? How do you explain email versus email to the companies you're reaching out to? How do you tell them, hey, it's not just my background in NASA. It's not just my background trying to say, how do we spread this, this sense of communication and leverage this technology within email? We get bombarded by emails every day. We get probably four or five times as many emails as we send out on a daily basis. So how do you pitch email? How do you pitch your organization? We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend, save and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement. Even if you haven't started saving, you can get started. Get all the tools that you'll need in one easy-to-use app 
to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire. So remember, pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Go to the app store, download the app to get started and learn how to become that millionaire. So what, uh, what we say here at iMail is, and this is part of our core culture, we believe that your messages deserve to be seen, heard, and felt. According to Forrest's research, we all receive upwards of 120 or more emails a day, yet 73% remain unread. So how do we all stand out from the clutter as a brand? And, and you know, it's all about human connection. Nothing beats being face-to-face -face for sure, but when you're trying to reach your target audience in the masses as well to communicate your message, what better way than video? According to research, it also says people retain more from watching a video 95% than reading it in text at 10% they're going to remember. So visual, being visual is so important to connecting with people. And so when I share that, and then when I show an email example and they see it and they're like, wow, what is that? And how can I get it? Then it's off to the races. This is Danny. I appreciate you bringing that up and telling people. I think a lot of times when we talk to people, we always ask them, hey, what is your pitch and why? You had brought up that uh, statistic. Can you bring up that statistic one more time? Because I think our audience needs to hear that. What is the statistic that comes up when people actually have a video instead of just reading plain email? The statistic when watching video as opposed to a standard email is 95% people have the memory of the video more so than 10% memory when reading it in text. That's the key audience. I want you to understand that. If you are asking yourself, how can I drive? How can I get people to remember? How can I people to get people to say, tell me more? How can I get people to say, wow, I got to go tell other people about this, or I need to take action upon this. Yes. This is the reason why there is iMail. This Absolutely. is why you need to look at what Lisa and her company is providing. If you're asking yourself, how can I get that competitive edge right there against the competition? How can I increase more eyes onto my brand, more eyes to my website? That's it right there. That's the insight that she has provided. Look, we get thousands of emails every single day. I know like, man, when the weekend is over, it comes Monday, like, <laughs> a thousand emails in my inbox. I'm like, oh my gosh, if it wasn't for a great support team, I wouldn't get through all those emails. Exactly. So how do I get <laughs> to a point where I remember something? There's times I ask myself, oh, was I supposed to, what, what am I supposed to, I, I think, no, I'm trying to remember something very important, but it's not, I just can't remember because it, it was written down. But man, I tell you what, that little video my kid is watching right there in the room with me, for some reason that jingle doesn't go away, that graphic of this little cartoon character doesn't go away, and it just sticks in my head all day long, whether I like it or not. It just never gets out of my head. And it all comes down to watching your video. So it please does. take some time in your, in your schedule, guys, and just ask yourself, look, if I look at the analytics and I look at my data, am I making the impact that I need to make? If not, what could be more beneficial? This statistic that Lisa just brought up. So I want to encourage everybody. You're running your own business today. You're running a practice. Uh, look and consider this. 
Now, speaking of your solution, Lisa, uh, speaking of iMail, you also have some other amazing products. You have Icon, and of course, you have this soon-to-be-released product. Can you give our audience a little bit of this insight? What are these unique products that you have, and what do they each do? Thank you so much. So with Icon, and that's E-Y-E-C-O-N, Icon says emails are not going anywhere. We're still going to, going to send out emails as part of our business model, you know, internal and external. So why not bring your signature line to life with an interactive logo? You could be celebrating a milestone. So for example, the Coca-Cola company uh, is one of our customers and they are celebrating 135 years of sharing happiness. So bringing the logo to life in an interactive, fun way or an informative way in your signature line. And when it delivers, it's only 15 kilobytes in size and it could, it could have a call to action. Delta Airlines, they're celebrating being number one in customer satisfaction and received a JD Power Award. They have 80,000 employees in this example. But think about all of the emails that we send out, right? Even as emerging businesses to our prospects, you want your brand to stand out more than anything else. But everything, you don't want to be aggressive as much to put it in their face, but you want something that's subtle in the background. Well, what better way than to have your signature brought to life um, and it's going to deliver at a small file directly for them to see in their email and mobile. So that is called Icon. And I'm proud to say that this is my first forum of sharing about our upcoming release. So here's the sneak peek. We have a new product called the iViewer Assistant, Eva. Eva says this. As you mentioned, Danny, all of these emails that we receive in our inbox, you might go on vacation, you come back or the weekend and they're all in your inbox and you have to decide, am I gonna go from the bottom to the top to read or top down to read them, to read and find your important emails? So within Microsoft Outlook as our first release, when you receive now, you're gonna receive an Eva widget that allows you to customize and say, these are the keywords that are important to me. A keyword could be your customer's name. It could be anything that you choose. It could also be an email address. But these are priority names that are important to you. When you hit submit in the Eva widget, all of those emails going forward are going to migrate to the top of your inbox and there's going to be an identifier. You know how you have a paper clip when you have an attachment. So there's going to be an I in the margin as well, letting you know that it is a, a priority mail. And so when regular email comes in, even after Eva mail, Eva is going to remain to the top. Now you don't have to sort through all of the messages to find your core, your core components. Now, there is a focused mail and a other, but that's based off of an algorithm or different ways, which is awesome. But now we're saying, if you wanna take control of your inbox and determine what's gonna stay at the top, it could be a message from your mom or your uncle, whatever you choose, right? It's gonna stay at the top of your inbox. That's Eva. This is Danny again. And what I appreciate about that is uh, I can put in to make sure that all my clients are paying their bills on time. So I wanna make sure that pops up first. And then number exactly. two, any emails from mom, <laughs> any emails from mom or dad, they better pop up first as well. Make I sure love I that. <laughs> Excellent I idea. I know. With, uh, love that. I think I had 
3,200 emails that were unread in my inbox. And I think Dave had me beat. He had twice as much as that. So having a focused um, <laughs> methodology to bring the right ones up to the top is and very, very vital, very important. I didn't tell you without assistance on the team, uh, that would be way out of control. So a lot of those are uh, my fault because I was told that these are important. I never took action like I should. And the ones that I did take action on because the, the bills were coming. So you had to make sure your employees are getting paid. So I think that's a very fantastic way to look at it. If you're a busy executive, this may be exactly what you need today. And so don't forget, at the end, we'll tell you a little bit more about how you can get a hold of Lisa, but this is very exciting. Thank you for bringing that up. Now, one of the other things that you're not only just doing amazing things to help organizations, you're also giving back to the community. You're also giving back to uh, other groups. You're a longtime board member of the Technology Association of Georgia Diversity and Inclusion. And, and you're an ATL girl. You're out there in Atlanta. You're doing amazing things. Can you talk about a little bit about why you got involved in this organization and then the impact you're currently seeing because your passion to help create a more inclusive environment for everyone is clearly seen. So tell us a little bit more about this organization and why you're getting involved with it for so long. My involvement with the Technology Association of Georgia, one of the reasons that I was drawn to the organization is because diversity is part of my DNA. In my executive role at uh, Singular Wireless, if you remember on the mobility side and AT&T, I served in the area of supplier diversity, working with women and minority-owned businesses on contract opportunities. And so when I learned about the Technology Association of Georgia, being that I am a woman in tech innovator and combine that with diversity, I was like, this is a, a perfect fit to be able to make a difference, to be able to provide a voice uh, to be able to be visible for others to see uh, a way to make change in diversity, to advance and progress forward. So that was my reasoning for that, to be part of something inclusive of a community that drives for change. I also thought about with women in technology as well. I volunteer there. And the primary reason is because I want girls and women also to see what's possible there are many paths to technology. All of them are not necessarily you being a coder. You could be so many different things. And I, I love coders, nothing wrong. I love it. But I want them to also know that there is no limit to how far you can go in technology. And so it's important for them to see role models that are out there doing it, that are contributing, delivering impact, that are blazing a trail. Uh, so that's important. I was honored to be the finalist for Woman of the Year in Technology. Uh, so, you know, just to be able to serve as that catalyst has meant the world uh, to me and the organization. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul J A. C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses. 
professionals and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. This is David Lisa, and I love the spirit that you have, the vision that you have, the determination that not only do I want to see the company, the organization that I founded succeed, I want to help other women find their space within this vast ecosystem of technology. I believe there's so much more that can be done. There's so many more women, incredible talent there that can make this impact. So I love that you did that. I love that you're doing that. Thank and you. you talk about the, the impact you've made and the voice that you're giving to other women. Talk about your experience speaking recently at a Microsoft conference with over 500 attendees. What was that platform about? What did you talk about? How is this empowering women to continue to make a difference in this space? It was an, it's always been a dream to align with Microsoft. When I started my, my venture, I always thought about Microsoft and the fact that they're a world-class organization. When I was invited to speak on a panelist group to celebrate Women's History Month, I was thrilled. That's an understatement. I was thrilled. Uh, so we spoke about the advancements of women um, in technology, not only in technology, but also in various areas. It could be in your corporate career. But how do you continue to navigate uh, in a male-dominated industry, for example? And some of the aspects that I shared was that let your voice be heard. Speak up in meetings as well. Uh, speak with confidence. If you're whispering, people need to hear you. So make sure that they can hear you clearly. You know, don't doubt yourself. Also, I was telling them, don't email someone when you're angry. You know, we all can get into that mode where you receive an email and you want to hit reply right then, but take your time and, and, and think about what you really want to say there. Stop trying to please everyone because you can't please everybody. We, we covered so many areas, but one of the things I also shared with them, you all, is that for women, we oftentimes will confine ourselves to say, well, can I wear this or I can't do this? And so I said to them, listen, if you want to wear that pink shirt, you wear that pink top. If you want to wear red lipstick, you do it because bringing your authentic self is what the world needs. And I don't see it in a dictionary anywhere that says a woman can't wear <laughs> a red lipstick or a pink top or cheetah shoes, whatever she wants to do. As long as she knows her stuff and at the top of her craft and is willing to continue to learn you do what you need to do to make yourself happy and others will naturally agree. And I want to echo something that you said for our listening audience out there. The world needs your authentic self. And it doesn't matter what you wear as long as you show up. And when you show up, your experience, your expertise, your credibility will speak volumes. And trust me, they're going to look beyond the I'm not as comfortable you're wearing red lipstick. I'm not as comfortable you're wearing high heels. They're going to say, hey, this leader knows what she's talking about. We better listen. So I love that you've done that. I love that you've pushed through to that. And 
She's also provided some do's and don'ts, the etiquette of email communication. When you are angry, never write an email, never hit send, never <laughs> respond because it's so impersonal. You cannot take it back. Maybe it's better served for you to say, mm, put that in the draft. Nope, put that in the garbage. Exactly. Let me instead meditate on this. Go back because I need them to hear my words, not hear that word. So I appreciate you saying that, Lisa. Um, I want to ask you something interesting about what you're doing, not just for women in this space. You're trying to impact the youth. You host yeah. a lot of high school kids. You host a lot of college young adults. You bring interns into IML. Tell us about that impact you're making in that space with these young adults, that next generation of marketers, that next generation of communicators, how is this helping to develop their confidence, their skills, and what are you seeing as a result of this program? I am fueled in working with students because they teach you so much along the way in the journey, and you can learn from anyone at any age. So with the, with the high school students in particular, they attend high schools in technology in New York. There's a program for industry scholars and these students want to learn different areas of technology. So for those who wanna learn about marketing and innovation and, and digital transformation, we are able to guide and navigate their journey. We bring them in email to help them to understand our culture, to help them understand the importance of a mission statement, like I mentioned, we, you deserve for your messages. We believe that your messages deserve to be seen, heard, and felt, giving them structure to understand how does a business operate? Even when it's a, uh, an emerging brand that's not a Fortune 500 yet, but to see the formation and the structure of that. I would also say we've given them projects where they've had to create their own campaigns. What would a marketing campaign look like for a 13-year-old a that's creating it as an email, right? or a college student as well. Because in my day, when I was using, let's say laundry, laundry detergent, I'll just use this example. In my day, I only knew Tide. That was my thing, Tide. But now college students will say, well, I use cheer. I said, why? Uh, because it has color blocking bleach or something. I mean, they come up with all these answers and stuff, but it's a, it's a mindset that they always seek information. So it has been really wonderful working with the college students. I would also say that I have brought in mentors um, to speak to the college and high school students, including uh, McDonald's Corporation to speak, to provide words of wisdom. I'm going to provide a, a post. It's going to be on LinkedIn where senior leadership from McDonald's came to speak to IMEL's interns that we had. Also from the Clorox Corporation, we've had representation to come speak leadership, thought leadership into students to advise them that they are in the roadmap of their journey, and this is the beginning, and that they can take it anywhere. So they really enjoy being able to hear from these major brands and to be a part of something bigger than themselves to think about their future. What if we would have had the opportunity at the age of 15, right? I mean, like, to have an opportunity to work for a corporation or in, and what's amazing to me, you all too, is even in the summertime, they were working. In the fall, they were still working. And they asked me for a reference letter. I was so proud. I was like, what if I would have thought to ask someone at the age of 15 for a reference letter? But I would like to open that up to you all to say, how far would we be if we would have that kind of drive and opportunity at 15? 
This is Danny. I think when I hear that, I think of these young individuals at 15 years old getting those letters, reference letters, interns, and getting these opportunities. That's the future leaders that we want on our team. Yes. Those are going to be the future CEOs, the future entrepreneurs. They're showing hustle. They're showing the get it attitude right now. I'm telling our audience that, look, if you have children that have that attitude, send them my way. I want to hire them. That <laughs> is fantastic. That is fabulous. My uh, 12-year-old daughter, and I'm a dad, I'm a dad girl. I have all girls oh, in, nice. in my family. And I am doing everything possible to make sure that they are inspired to follow people like Lisa, because Lisa is amazing. And there was a time with my daughter, I asked her, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she says, I want to be the boss lady. I was like, what is the boss lady? That's mom, because she runs her own business. I was like, oh, okay, you don't want to be like dad? She goes, no, mom, I want to be the boss lady. I want to be like mom. <laughs> so, yes, my wife is an entrepreneur. She's an executive coach. She uh, helps women to excel and actually have a voice at the table, not just sit at the table, have a voice at the table. And we've taken a lot of her thought process and we built it into our coaching programs. But it just reminds me, Lisa, when I hear you speaking and I hear about these amazing future leaders of, of, of the world come up, it just reminds me of the story when I just asked my daughter, being so proud as an entrepreneur myself, thinking that she says, she's going to say, I want to be like dad. And she says, no, I want to be like mom. I want to be like boss mom. lady. <laughs> I that love is it. fantastic. Love it. love it. Uh, now, there's something that I want to make sure our audience understands. Now, Lisa is just not an individual who has created a solution to help you have an edge. You can hear in her voice. She's giving back to the community, but don't let her fool you. This person here is pretty amazing. Lisa, your organization has won more awards and more small business awards, technology awards than I can even think of. I mean, in fact, if you just go to imail.com slash awards, you will see over 50 different awards that your organization or you have won since 2004. 50. I mean, many of us would be happy just to get one. You were the female CEO of the year in 2022 by CEO Review Magazine. You were the disruptive woman leader, according to the CIO views to watch. You, the email marketing specialist of the year, the global award winner of the year, so on and so on and so on. Too many to keep count of. Now, I say this because the audience needs to understand that by working with you and your organization, they're not only getting an amazing product, but they're getting a product from an organization that has been able to say, look, we've won awards to show how amazing we are. So of all these awards you won, the 50 plus awards you have won within your organization which one or two are you the most proud of over the years? Thank you for the acknowledgement, first and foremost. I really appreciate that and that you took the time to go to uh, Ivel's website to, to see that. Um, I would say the awards that I'm most proud of include Delta Airlines um, as the catalyst of the year. When you think about a catalyst, it's like a change agent, right? or something different, uh, exciting that's coming forth. And so to be recognized as the Delta Airlines Catalyst of the Year has been monumental. I would also say re receiving a Stevie Award as Innovator of the Year meant a lot when I went to that award ceremony in New York. I would also say, um, well, I have to say two here, the Women, in, the Women of the Year in Technology that that really hit home 
because that's my core uh, of being a woman in tech and that foundation of what I set out to do when I was told I couldn't do it, to keep going. That meant a lot. And I would say most recently being a finalist for diverse supplier of the year at Microsoft, I get emotional about that because it's been a journey and I'm so grateful, right? Um, but to be a finalist for Microsoft Diverse Supplier of the Year, it shows a, a standard of excellence, determination, delivering global value, and always keeping your eye focused on your customer, understanding their needs. It's not about your solution. It's about what kind of problems you can help your customers solve. And the idea that iMail has been able to be a long-term partner with Microsoft um, it means the world to me and to our global team. So I would say those are my key uh, milestones and accomplishments that I'm proud of. Lastly, I would say, uh, going back to my mission of why I started, when I look at every single award, big and small, celebrating every aspect of the journey, I always think about my mom, right? Because that's why I started. And to see it all come to life, it's like a dream come true. Every day I wake up, I wake up with gratitude. Because we all have a, a day to do something different, to contribute to the world. And I'm just ecstatic that I'm here now, that I'm here with you all um, to share this moment in time. And I so appreciate you both for taking the time to, to, for us to have this dialogue and open conversation. Because it's authentic conversation and it's important for others to see and hear and feel the impact of what we all can make on other people in the community and globally. This is Danny. And I hear so much in your voice, as David said earlier, your mother is absolutely proud of you. And we are proud of you. The Women in Technology Association are proud of you. The, the fact that we can hear in your voice authenticity. And I think it's not just for you, but for all people out there. Listen, you have to believe in yourself. You just have to believe in yourself. And Lisa, has gone through a lot in the 19 years of starting her organization as a female founder, a woman in technology, and patent pending technology, not even having a technical background, and then being able to produce some of the best tools to help you run your business more optimally, more efficiently, getting more people to open up your email because of the video, being able to have your email stand to the top. This is all an attribute to who you are. And I hope that our audience today Look at themselves in the mirror and say, you are worth it. You are amazing. Yes. The idea that you have, you can do it. Lisa was able to grow her organization, bootstrap everything to make it to where she is one of Microsoft's key providers. So now, when you utilize Outlook, you're going to be able to have her application right built right into that. That yes. is a fantastic thing to be able to say. Not only that, I was one of Microsoft's key partners, finalists. And to be, to be able to be in this position to win all these awards, Lisa, you're amazing. You're fantastic. Thank and we're you. going to have to have you back on again because I think there's some leadership principles. There is some uh, ability for you to say, when I felt like giving up, mm -hmm. these were the things I remembered. It might have been a saying for your mom. And I tell you what, some things that you have gone through to help you to continue to move forward, to help you continue to excel, they might be just what the audience needs to help remind themselves that they can go after this dream. They can continue to do well. They can continue to make this successful. So Lisa, we appreciate you on the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. We want you to come back and talk about 
what were the key things to get you over the top and those lessons that we can apply as entrepreneurs ourselves? We want to thank you for joining the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. If our audience wants to know more about Lisa or if they want to find out more about her, they want to learn more about her, look, you can go and find out about Lisa by going to linkedin.com slash IN slash Lisa Jones. She is the only Lisa Jones that you will have with that unique URL. So go on there and find out. And then you can also go to her website, imailinc.com. Imailinc.com are the two ways you can get a hold of Lisa. Get in hold of her, reach out to her. If you're going to be part of these road shows, I know Lisa's been doing a lot of road shows where she's going to speak to a lot of small business owners as well. And she's been partnering with uh, the Henson Group and she's done a lot of work with them as well. The great synergy, great relationship. You can find her at any one of those road shows. You can find her at maybe the next big Microsoft event that she's speaking at in a room of 500 people. That is fantastic. So Lisa, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David Suke Brown and myself, we want to thank you for joining the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.